Here we go with the Tuesday chapter of America's Hot Barn Report, now coast to coast and border to border. We have the extreme honor of having Brian Hoops on the vine, senior market analyst for your ag network, and El Presidente of Midwest Market Solutions with locations in Yankton, South Dakota, Verona, North Dakota, Thief River Falls, Minnesota, Omaha, Nebraska, Pocahontas, Iowa, Rosso, Minnesota, and Springfield, Missouri. Mr. Hoops, are you impressed? I knew all those. Did I forget any? No, I think you nailed every single one of them, probably off the top of your head too, right? No script here. Did you like my Minnesota? Minnesota yes, accent. <laughs> it could use a little bit more fine-tuning. I got to spend a little bit more time up there and that's fine because efficient is good in Minnesota right now. Brian, I've been traveling a lot across the aforementioned states and the crops and pastures look really primo. What are you hearing in the field and how is that affecting the markets? Yeah, so uh, you know we came out with the June acreage report planting 2 million plus more corn acres than what the trade had expected and 4 million less soybean acres than what everyone expected. Kind of threw the market through a loop and then that means we have a little bit bit more cushion to not grow quite as good of a corn crop and less cushion for the soybean crop because of these uh, acreage numbers. So a lot of producers are talking about not having enough subsoil moisture to get the crop uh, really through any hot, dry stretches. However, we've had some really timely rains all across the Corn Belt. So there's certain areas of uh, parts of Missouri that are remaining really dry. You know, a lot of these drought type areas that we see on the drought maps are getting just enough timely rains to keep this crop hanging on. So I don't think you're going to see record corn or soybean yields this year, but uh, so far the weather has been good enough to give us at least an average type crop, which is all the corn market needs because of our slow demand pace and the increased corn acres. Well spoken, sir. Now 1,500 pound fat cattle or live cattle were over $2 a pound last week at Stockman's Livestock. Bassett Livestock in Nebraska had 600 pound steers hit 326. Where do you see the cattle market going from here? It's just you know unprecedented how strong the demand has been for those feeder calves. The feeder cattle index is down to today here on Monday, but last week, to end the week, it was up sharply. We had a big jump uh, one day last week, trading about $238. You know, that that's a reflection of the average cash prices that are paid throughout the country. So in the north areas like Yankton and some of the uh, Nebraska areas, cash is even stronger than what we're seeing in, in Tulsa and Joplin and some of the southern areas. And that's true for, for the feeder calf demand, but it's also true for fat cattle. You know, we're at contract highs, all-time highs in many of the months, and I think we want or continue that that trend. We're going to see this strength in here because demand has not really backed off that much. And now the dollar is breaking to 52-week lows should usher some demand back for U.S. beef products. I like it. Speaking of U.S. beef, the final question is, what is your favorite steak to grill at the Hoops Castle? Oh, you can't go wrong with a, it's a good T-bone, but you know I've been eating a lot of sirloins lately. You can't go wrong with either one. It's all good. Let's do it. Brian Hoops, thanks so much for being on America's Hot Barn Report. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 